Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You, you, and you. You, and you are a winner. Good evening, and uh, thank you for joining us. It's Thursday, guys, and I am thankful, so very thankful for the breath that I breathe, for the life that I lead. I'm so thankful for my eyes being able to see, my ears being able to hear, my nose can smell, and my tongue can taste. I am so grateful. And I'm glad to be here sharing with you today, too. Happy Women's Month, Women's International Month, Women's History Month. Happy March to you. And uh, on that note, let's go to prayer. After we share this quick word from the psalmist, the psalmist wrote in 86 and in verse number 10, and I concur. said, for you are great and do marvelous deeds. You alone are God. Then it says, teach me your way, O Lord, and I will walk in your truth. Give me an undivided heart that I may fear your name. I will praise you, O my Lord God, with all my heart. I will glorify your name forever. For great is your love toward me, and you have delivered me from the depths of the grave. My, 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 the word of the Lord is blessed. The psalmist wrote that from the depths of his heart. I feel that. I concur, and I wanted to share that with you. Thank you so much for joining us once again, and, of course, for allowing me to share some words of hope, inspiration. Remember, this is your point of positive voice, positive um, vision, and positive vibes. Let us pray. Bible, we come to thank you now. We honor you, God. We love you, Father. And, God, we reach up to you, to heaven, to you, knowing that you're in our heart, but yet you're in heaven. And yet earth is your footstool. And yet you know each and every one of us by name. And yet you know the number of hairs on each of our heads. God, you are God. You're God all by yourself. We recognize it, Father, and we honor you today. We ask that you bless the work of our hands that you bless, O oh God, those who come in oneness in the faith, O oh God, with your son, Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you today for this most blessed opportunity. Bless our, um, my awesome producer, Ms. Kimmy Kim, and Lord, all the things that you have deposited in her spirit. We pray, O oh God, that they will come to fruition. And we thank you right now for everyone under the sound of my voice. Oh, God, you get the glory. May they be edified. May the devil be horrified. God, we give you praise now. In the name of Jesus, we say thank you, God. Hallelujah and amen. The devil is horrified when we praise God. He is horrified when we worship God. He is horrified when we escalate and we tell others about the goodness of God. So keep doing it, please, sir. Please, ma'am, especially you. Please keep doing it. I know from time to time we have some Men that pop in, they want to hear, they want to see what's happening. Uh, But anyway, we want to welcome all to the Loretta Petit Show, Women Winning at Life from Ministry to Marketplace. If you're holding that marriage together, I want to say happy anniversary to you if you're celebrating today and inside this month of March. If your birthday is inside the month of March or maybe it's falling on today, happy birthday to you, one and all. May the Lord continue to bless you real, real good. Now, as I said, today is today is uh, in the midst of Women's 
History Month. And, of course, I want to say to all of you that are not afraid of making mistakes, all of you who are not afraid of failure, and you are stepping out, you're putting your best foot forward, you're giving it all you got, you're trying to make an impact, trying to change lives, improve lives, you're trying to help someone who's fallen down, I commend you. I celebrate you because that's what it's all about. When we are too afraid to make mistakes, when we are too afraid to fall or fail, we do nothing. And whatever we do sometimes when we do anything, we do it in a very, very safe way. But sometimes you have to walk the line. Sometimes you have to walk the edge. Sometimes you've got to be on the cutting edge, on the cusp of what's about to take place and take your part in it. So I want to celebrate all of you who perfectly make impact, purposely try to change and improve a life, um, I commend you. And that's what Women's Month is all about. It is about highlighting what women have done to improve the life of mankind, what women are continuously doing to improve the lives of others. So happy Women's uh, History Month once more and again to you. So as we look into this month, I do want to say that uh, we want to uh, thank God that it's here, that it happened, that someone had foresight and said, you know what, we need to highlight all these wonderful things that women are doing. And in today's time, women are still working tirelessly to make a change. When we look at Women's History Month that started so long ago in different forms, in different ways, women were more or less chained to the kitchen or chained to, chained to the house. I mean, the proverbial chain. So many things they were not allowed to do, didn't think was proper, and that their place was in the house, inside the home. Uh, and one lady came, and she broke through that glass ceiling, and she said, yes, yeah, woman's place is in the house, in the house of representatives. Hats off, hats off to you for doing that. Many women have done some things, even when it wasn't popular, to make way for you and for me to be able to feel more comfortable in stepping out to do the things that we needed to get done and that needed to get done for people everywhere. I'm excited about that fact. Uh, the first Women's Day, uh, first Women's History Day was held in 1909. Can you even go back uh, and imagine what that must have been like. Uh, it is celebrated globally today, and uh, that Women's Day in the midst of this month is actually ce was celebrated on March the 8th. Many companies now schedule events to celebrate women inside their companies, their organizations, and what have you for all of their accomplishments. Others take to social media platforms, and they share good uh, news about what women have already done in things like LinkedIn. You know, we see it all over Facebook, Instagram, and even Twitter had some posts on Women's Day. And that is to share how grateful we all are that women have paved the way for the rest of us and have moved life forward, women forward to successes that they would not have otherwise known if they were not for some brave women who stepped out. So how will we honor uh, this month? How will we honor this month? I was thinking about something really special uh, to give 
to my uh, my supervisor to let her know uh, how appreciative I am, the fact that she is a strong sister, that she makes impact every day. And I just wanted to say thank you to her. Um, I'm not looking at expense. I'm not looking at things, what things are costing. And sometimes we get caught up in that. Oh, I'm not going to give anything because I don't have uh, $75 to spend on something. I don't have $150, honey. Don't ever let that be your driving force. Sometimes the kindest word uh, can lift the person, can make them um, love you even deeper because you thought of them. And maybe on that particular day, they were having a particularly hard day. So just always know, give from your heart, not from your pocketbook, not from your wallet. Give from your heart. What leaves the heart, touches the heart, is a saying that I really believe has some truth to it. What leaves the heart, touches the heart. Now, there are other ways that people are doing things. I don't know what uh, you're doing in your place of employment, in your church, uh, in your community, or what have you, but... um, it is a way, a day worth uh, recognizing and acknowledging the contributions of women. So the first Women's Day, as I said, was held a long, long time ago in the 20th century, early 20th century, February 28th to be exact. It marked the first Women's Day. It was in New York City. Why does everything come in New York City and, and Los Angeles? Well, we do know those are my uh, two hot spots for things like fashion and you know, and, and, and things that are new to the platform of our lives. Uh, New York and, and Los Angeles are big cities for those kinds of things. Well, uh, it, it started in New York City and commemorated the one-year anniversary of the garment. That's how, like I said earlier, fashion. A one-year anniversary of the garment workers' strike. They went on strike there when 15,000 women, 15,000 women, they marched to Lower Manhattan from 1909 to 1910. Now, God, that's a long time. They marched, they complained, they were striking, um, and they did that. Immigrant women who worked in garment factories, they held the strike to protest their working conditions. They were just tired. They were sick and tired of being sick and tired. And no matter what's happening in our lives, when we, when we get tired of being sick and tired, we bust the move. We take action. So that's what they did. And most of them were teen girls, and they were working 12 hours a day. Now, you know, when we were teenagers, we weren't out thinking about working uh, unless we were like 16, 17, or 18. We started to uh, get our little jobs, and we didn't want no 12 hours. Certainly we wanted the cat, but we didn't want 12 hours a day. These young girls were working 12 hours a day and in one factory called Triangle Shirtwaist Company, employees were being paid only $15 a week. Now, I was checking out this online at womensdayinhistory.com, describes it as a true sweatshop. And the only way I got a glimpse, uh, an understanding to some degree of what a sweatshop was, believe it or not, was on the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> on the Wizard of Oz, when uh, the big queen, the mean queen, had them working, and they were working. You could just see them. They working, and they sweating. They working all day, working, they working, they working. So that why, that's where I got my first glimpse of what a sweatshop was in The Wizard of Oz. I don't know if you guys can recall that scene when uh, the big queen, I think maybe she was Evelina, I don't know, uh, Eveline, she had them working in a sweatshop. Young women worked in tight conditions at sewing machines. 
okay? Uh, and as factors, it's one thing when you want to sew for 12 hours, another thing when you have to sew for 12 hours. Totally different feel, totally different connotation, because I know what I was feverishly working for towards the event. I would be on that sewing machine for 12 hours myself, but again, it was at my will. This was not their will. This was their job, and they had no niceties to come along with it. To my understanding, and they were working those 12 hours and are getting $15 a week. Now, of course, we know they made much less back then, but $15 a week, uh, it still didn't seem like much, even back in 1909. Uh, young women worked in tight conditions at sewing machines, and the factory's owners didn't keep the factory up to safety codes, right? So they didn't have things in place that was going to be able to help them if a fire broke out or if, you know, there was some type of a situation, they were not up to code. In 1911, the factory burned down. That same factory we talked about, the Triangle Shirt Waste Company, burned down, and 145 workers were killed. Can you believe it? Remember, many of them were teenagers. 145 workers were killed. And it pushed lawmakers, those we vote for, the legislators, the council, uh, the Congress people, uh, and locally, your councilmen and your aldermen, your mayors, your governors, they got together at some point and they started to talk about what a shame, what a shame, what a god doggone shame. And so what happened was these lawmakers, they finally passed legislation that was meant to protect such factory workers. You had the women's suffrage group. These groups of women, they were going through because they were suffering through all of the things that was happening back in the day. So they decided to come together, pull together their strengths. They pulled together their minds. They pulled together any resources that they may have had access to to bring about a better day for women. And so the day became Women's History Week. It took a long time, but in 1978, it finally happened. An education task force in Sonoma County, California, kicked off Women's History Week. And uh, that was on March the 8th. The International Women's Day, according to the National Women's History Alliance, became a reality. They wanted to draw attention to the fact that women's history wasn't really included in schools. You didn't know about that from kindergarten to 12th grade at the time. So back in 1987, took a little bit more time now, I'm thinking what it was, about nine years later, Women's History Month began. Women's organizations, including the National Women's History Alliance, campaigned yearly to recognize Women's History Week. And in 1980, President Jimmy Carter, who's still with us today, prayed for him. His health is failing, and he's like 97 or something like that. In 1980, President Jimmy Carter declared the week of March 8th Women's History Week across this U.S. of A. Now, by 1986, 14 states had declared the entire month of March as Women's History Month, according to the Alliance. The following year, in March of 1987, activists were successful. They lobbied Congress to declare March Women's History Month. The president declared every March Women's History Month, that was in 1995, every president had issued a proclamation declaring March as Women's History Month, usually with a statement about its performance. Now, 
Every Women's History Month has a theme. The theme for this year is celebrating women who tell our stories. Celebrating women who tell our stories. Do you know, can you, here's a challenge, can you name five women of the 21st century that did awesome things, made wonderful and impacting contributions? Can you? Challenge yourself. Do you know the stories? How about in the 19th, uh, in the 20th century, back in 1900s, where many of us grew up, can you name five women of that day that made an impact? So learn. Learn whose shoulders we're standing on. Learn when you want to step out and do something awesome and magnanimous. Learn about the women who paved the way for us, the innovators, those who opened the doors that were locked with chains and walked on in. This year, the National Women's History Alliance will encourage the recognition of women all month long, past and present, who have been active in all forms of media and storytelling, including print, including radio, including television, stage, screen, podcast, blogs, news, and social media. Yes, the themes are very, very important. And if we can look back to 2022, the theme was women providing healing, promoting hope. When we look back to 2021, the theme was valiant women of the vote, colon, refusing to be silent. In 2021, the theme was valiant women of the vote. So you can see in 2021, they just added refusing to be silent. So it's very, very, very important that we, as women folks, take part in Women's History Month. Do something. Sound the alarm. Make somebody aware. Learn. Become aware yourself. Uh, Make it known that women are here, and we're not just here to cook, to clean, to shine the husband's shoes, to make nice with the husband, to raise the children, um, to mop floors. We're not just here for that. We're here in every capacity to do whatever we can do to make an impact. I'm not saying don't mop those floors. We need clean, shiny floors. I'm not saying don't cook those meals. We need good, healthy, taste good meals. I'm not saying don't make nice with that husband. We need to keep marriages strong and together. I'm not saying don't raise those kids because kids need raising more now than ever before. They need to be taught what respect is, what courtesy is. They need to be taught how to conduct themselves when away from the home. So you have that to do, and then you have other things to do. Oh, I tell you, we wear many, many, many hats. We're busy in our churches. We are on the usher board. We are on the mother's board. We're singing in the choir. Oh, today we're preaching in the pulpit. We're even on the deacon board. Yes, we are youth pastors. We are co-pastors. We are lay pastors. We're doing all kinds of things. So we're wearing all these hats. Pray to God for the strength to do what he's called you to do. He never puts more in front of you that you can't handle. Now, you put things in front of you that cause you to be overwhelmed and get depressed, but God never gives you more than you can bear. So ask yourself, next time you're feeling like your shoulders are too weak to bear it all, God, did you give me all this? What of all this did I give myself so I could drop it off? 
so I can be effective, so I can be paramount, and I can do what I need to do for your glory and to the help of man and womankind. Praise the Lord for all you. Hey, if you want to reach out to your girl, you can send your email to LorettaReviews at gmail.com. That's LorettaReviews at gmail.com. I would love to correspond with you. Indeed, indeed, I would. Thanks again to my awesome producer, Ms. Kimmy Kim, and to all of the Elation family. May God continue to bless you. Uh-huh. And that you know that I love you to the moon and back. Hey, I love all of you, too, with the love of the Lord. Until next time. May God bless you and may God keep you. Happy Women's History Month to each and every one of you. Hey, more on next week because we have one more week to go. I think I'll be with you next week. That's the 20th. Oh, that's the 30th. Nope, I won't be with you on the 30th, but I will be with you again in the first week of April. Love you with the love of the Lord. Take good care. I'm Loretta Petit. This has been the Loretta Petit Show, Women Winning at Life from Ministry until Mount Market, uh, from Oh, easy for me to say. Uh, women winning at life from ministry to <laughs> bye bye. Hey, hey, I'm Dr. Scott, and I'm here with my good friends Sherry Murdoch and Fred Harris.